You're listening to KTST FM, Orange County. Now broadcasting from coast to coast and around the world at KTSTFM.com. Stay tuned for more. Heck 82 Radio with KTSTFM. This is Heck 82. I'm playing Dio for you tonight. Can't get enough of this music. It is so phenomenal. And Ronnie James Dio is the greatest singer of all time. Great metal voice. And we're celebrating um, this year again his memorial. And please do check out Stand Up and Shout Cancer Foundation online um, for your donation. Please do look at the website. And the organization gives generously to cancer research and um, helps fund uh, the cause. So, for patients too. Thank you. And we're going to kick this off with Dio's Eat Your Heart Out.
Those of you who remember Ronnie James Dio, please do take the time to research this website, Stand Up and Shot. Stand Up and Shot um, is the organization who gives generously to cancer research and treatment. Um, our next song is called Breathless off of the album The Last in Line.
every morning you shave the same area, over and over, till it becomes really irritating. But now there's Gillette Mach 3, three blades that shave progressively closer. You take one stroke, it takes three, so you don't have to shave the same area over and over. The result, far less irritation. Three blades, fewer strokes, less irritation. Mach 3 from Gillette. Heck 82, got more deal for you. And I have good news. I have a podcast um, with the Dio guitar player, Craig Goldie, um, one of the band members who recorded ma not only Magica, but the album Master of the Moon. So those are coming up. And this is a fantastic interview chat that I did, which you can find online, Heck 82. And thanks for tuning in. I'm going to play for you I Speed at Night.
Another song off of The Last in Line. This is the title track.
That was 1984 for those of you nerds who know many, many things. Um, I tell you what, we're going to come right back with Craig Goldie, the guitarist, on uh, many, many of the uh, songs and um, this very interesting interview, so stay tuned. How'd you like to get up to $12,000? Who wouldn't? It's the Army's enlistment bonus program. What's the catch? You have to qualify to get the $12,000. I'll pay off my car. You'll get valuable training in any one of several job fields. My folks will like that. And you'll learn skills for life. Okay, okay, where do I get the $12,000? Call your recruiter or 1-800-USA-ARMY, extension 777. 1-800-USA-ARMY? Where's that phone? Paid for by the U.S. Army. Heck 82, we are back, and we're going to hear Craig Goldie, the guitarist of Dio. Um, he played on uh, with Dio for many years on the, uh, the album Magica, the album Master of the Moon, and so, so many live shows that it's, it's incredible. What, what an amazing guitar player. Let's hear some of what he had to say. I wanted to be part of this, part of this world that he, you know, created, which was, yeah. You know, all, all of his songs and his band members. And uh, so this, you know, what an incredible, incredible um, show it was, yeah. I think, at all times. Well, well it, it was both. It was, it was an mm -hmm. experience, but at the same time, there was just honest-to-goodness, good musicianship. Good music played by great musicians and an experience you know, with all the lights and the lasers and the explosions and the, you know, the special effects, you know, it was everything. It was like, you know, you, there's a difference when you see a movie that's got great special effects with no, and the, you know, the acting's not so good and the story's not so good. But mm -hmm. when you go to a movie where the actors are great and the story is great and the special effects are great, that's a whole different ball of wax. And that's what Dio was. Oh, yes. So the crowd was was stunned, you know, and he he was this personage that was you know powerful and it seemed to just have this power over um, not just the crowd, but it was like heaven and hell, and it was um, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. that's so people yeah. saw him as this this leader almost, yeah, uh -huh, yeah. Of this yeah, that's kind what of he was. He was a great leader. Mhm, mm mhm. Mm well, so it was. Um, we were talking about the first album that you recorded, and um, it wasn't until the year 2000 that you recorded another album. Together. So I would say you co-wrote another album, and then another after that. So it was Magica, and then it was Master of the Moon. And meanwhile, you were touring and touring. Um, and Not I, a lot I, of people know that I actually wrote music and was going to record Killing the Dragon. Aha. Another great album. Yeah. Uh, um, actually, for some reason, you know, we don't really know why, because Ronnie was very good at making sure that if you wrote something, you got credit for it. But there were some times when things would get missed, you know, and, you know, it's too late to, you know, change everything. So you just you know, say, okay, well, you know, whatever. But, you know, the mm. I wrote the song... Um, with Ronnie, Ronnie and I co-wrote Throw Away Children, we co-wrote Push, and we co-wrote mm -hmm. um, uh, Rock and Roll, and we co-wrote uh, actually Killing the Dragon. But I didn't get oh, wow. credit for Killing yeah. the Dragon. 
It was actually okay. my idea to, to, you know, I came up with the intro, yeah. which then it was my idea to use that intro as the guitar section. It's the beginning of the guitar section. And often Ronnie would look at me and go, are you sure about this, Goldie? Because it was very, I, my methods were also unorthodox. <laughs> and yeah. that whole guitar solo, that's a big, long guitar solo. That's a big piece where it, it changes keys and it does all sorts of stuff. And Doug did an absolute awesome but it was yeah. kind of modeled after the solo I had already done. Okay. You know, but he but he took it to a whole different level. Don't get me wrong. Uh -huh. <laughs> that, you know, uh -huh. There are things Doug Aldridge can do that I can't do. You know, but him and I have a, a really good relationship. You know, because he's a great he's another great guy. But he'll you know he'll say the same thing to me. You know, he'll call me and go, dude. You know, how do you do that Blackmore stuff? I can't do that stuff like you do. You know, Richie Blackmore, right. You can't right. do that stuff like oh, really? you do the stuff that I, you know, so it's, it's really cool, you know, that him and I have that, that relationship. Same thing with yes, Rowan, you know, same yeah. thing with Tracy G. You know, we both just kind of like, you know, we're all just kind of like, hey, you know, I get it. You know, you do stuff that I can't do. Okay. And I just, that oh, can't do. And that's, you know, that's interesting. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, you know, a hateful thing, you know. There was uh -huh. only one guy that decided to be hateful, and we all know him. You know, and hopefully someday he'll let bygones be bygones. I hope that day will come, you know, but, you know, I, I you know, I wish, you know, that, you know, that, that wow. it was as vile as it did, but for some reason it did, you know. <laughs> well, it's, uh, to hear that, you know, your perspective, uh, your take on that is very interesting. Um, uh, very, uh, you know, very well-known guitar players. Um, so just backtracking again just a bit, say that these songs you were recorded with Dio were instantly well-known, and they're so popular that, you know, millions of people have heard them, millions upon millions, I don't know, but all around the world, and uh, have, have sold, you know, millions of records to the band Dio, so... Um, I don't know what to say. Um, it's just um, point being. Ah, yes. The point was that when you you left Dio, it was after the first album where you took just some time off. And as I understand, you were actually picked up by Warner Brothers, era, mm -hmm. and um, had gained a lot of popularity and a lot of interest from uh, from many companies. But um, at the time. It, it, did you do a lot of writing for Warner Brothers? Yes, but the, the, um, um, eventually one of these days I will I will tell people why I left. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's 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 remained a mystery for a reason. You know, because um, you know I remember what I did right and I remember what I did wrong and I remember what Ronnie did right and I remember what Ronnie did wrong. And me and Ronnie talked about it and we came to terms and that's why he invited me back to the band. Yeah. The only reason why um, Rowan and Doug were in, you know, were in the in those in that band mm. uh, when they were was when I left. Okay. But you know, I never got I never got fired and replaced by Doug and Rowan. No, no, but it was. Was you know, all... but I'm not trying to take away anything. Same thing with Tracy G. I'm not trying to take away anything from what they gave to that band because they were able to get into stuff that I was just starting to get Ronnie into. 
So I was mm-hmm. kind of jealous, you know, because there were certain things that they, that I wanted to do that we didn't get a chance to do that then Doug and, and Rowan and Tracy got into. Um, but still, you know, I was in learning mode. You know, I wasn't really, you know, the one thing about Doug and Rowan and Tracy G is that they had already, you know, they'd already become their own guitar player. And if you want to hear more of that podcast interview, please do check it out on iTunes, TuneIn, or at www.hack82e.com. And we'll be right back with a song by Magica. Another great place to use Visa. They giggle and jiggle, they jump and they sing, they poke and they play with most wondrous things. And that's just the parents. At Creative Kid Stuff in Minneapolis, you'll find the most enchanting toys and games for kids of all ages. But if you want to bring home their innovative playthings, you better bring your Visa card. Because at Creative Kid Stuff, you can let your child's imagination run wild, but you can't use American Express. Visa, it's everywhere you want to be. Heck 82 is on with Dio and the album Magica. This is Turn to Stone.
folks, for those of you who love Craig Goldie, this is a special episode for you. And we're going to hear something really cool, so stick with us. I'm going to play Master of the Moons in Dreams for you next.
We've got something special for you right after this. Double your pleasure, double your fun. That's a statement of the great myth. Double mint gum. Double your sentiment, your merriment. Double your moment of fun. Double your delightment with the right mint. Heck 82, and this is Dio with a track called Magica Story. It has been a thousand years since the once powerful planet of blessing lost its life-giving two suns, and countless millennia since the days of the great magicians. An expedition of alien voyagers came upon the now ice-covered sphere, drawn there by an unexplained lone beacon far below the miles of frozen moisture. They unlocked a written history of blessing from its almost undiscovered tomb. So begins the story of Magica. It was a time of celebration. The Book of Magica and the wizards who had used its spells so wisely for the good of the people were being honored in all the great cities of the world. There was, however, an exception. Where good thrives, evil survives, and evil has plans for survival. The celebration of thanks and prosperity would signal the forces of evil side to begin the attack and ultimate capture and destruction of Magica. The spells from the book would be used to turn all of those unwilling to join evil side into statues of stone and send their spirits to other world where they would eventually be assimilated into the energy needed to drive evil side and maintain its power without the necessity of the book and its incantations forever. Defenses were naturally relaxed during the festive preparations and although the battle was well fought by both factions, the minions of the dark prevailed. Their assault was well planned and executed to a fault. After overwhelming their initial opposition, they pushed on to the sacred ground upon which the Book of Magicka rested. They possessed a much weaker form of magic themselves, and although it would be normally quite useless against the strength of Magicka, the inability of the wizards to gather themselves together in time coupled with the perfect timing and determination of the attackers, spelled doom for the book and its followers. The leader of the insurrection was the high priest and executioner known as Shadowcast. His presence could make the naughtiest of children become obedient and inspire great fear among the adult population. This man, most vile, would now be ruler of all and answerable to none. His reign would plunge blessing into eternal darkness and prepare the way for the coming of his master, Astaroth, the Grand Duke of Hell. The capture of Magicka did not, however, mean that Shadowcast had finally reached his goal. 
he must now find and conquer Blessing's grand wizard and legendary hero, Ariel. Ariel, who defeated Evilside time and again with his understanding and use of Magicka's spells. He would be the last stumbling block to total domination. Ariel had removed himself from the general population in anticipation of everlasting peace. And now he devoted all of his energy to meditation and praise of his God. Lately though, he had been visited by many temptations in his dreams, promises of pleasure, riches, and power raced through his sleeping mind. All these lures had been placed there by Shadowcast, hoping to avoid confrontation between this dominant man and his own villainous forces. Ariel, however, had resisted these solicitations and was now warned of some impending danger. He managed to make his way to the sacred ground by cloaking his identity with simple spells, only to be discovered just before his attempt to rescue the Book of Magicka, but not before he was able to memorize the most important of Magicka's charms, the spell of restoration. The ceremony of thanksgiving was now directed toward the transmission of spirits to other world. One by one, the good souls of blessing were turned to stone and sent on to their grisly fate until only the noble Ariel remained. The spectacle that followed was meant to degrade Ariel and raise the courage of the cowardly supplicants of evil side. But true to his indomitable bearing, he promised to return and banish evil side forever. Then he was gone. The horrors of Otherworld are now revealed to the masses huddled together for some small measure of comfort. First, the adults were separated from the children amid cries and pleas for help. Next, the old ones were taken away and assigned to a place very near the assimilation site. They were guarded by monstrous, misshapen denizens of this mist-shrouded netherland who constantly harangued the inmates with promises of pain and extermination. Intermittent bursts of flame shot up from jagged cracks in the ground, threatening to consume anyone in its path. Shrieks of torment could be heard piercing the murky atmosphere, further unnerving the petrified captives. Only one seemed unaffected by all the inflicted fear and turmoil. Ariel's strength and determination soon pacified the men and women with whom he was confined. When they all became more calm and subdued, he began to speak to them softly, as an adult to his children. Long ago you entrusted me to protect the Book of Magicka and to be faithful to its special purpose. It must seem that I have failed you and condemned us all to oblivion, but fear not. This hell is only a test of your faith and resolve. The power of Magicka did not vanish in fire. On the third day, I will evoke the spell of restoration. United, we shall return to blessing, and armed with the strength of Magicka, we will be triumphant. Many will perish, but Magicka and our souls cannot be restored 
until three days have passed. Take heart, my friends. Victory awaits you. Even magic has its limitations. And as Ariel explained to his flock, the spell could not be activated until a waiting period of at least three days. One third of the souls of blessing would be melded into the evil side collective before Ariel could be effective with the words of restoration. The old ones were the first to go. Cries of encouragement and hope were shouted to the condemned as they trudged slowly to their fate. One by one, they were thrown into the assimilation chamber where a blinding blue spark gave evidence of their demise. With each burst, Ariel's heavy heart ached with guilt for his part in this slaughter of his charges. If only he had not become so complacent, he above all should have never let this tragedy transpire. In the compound holding the young adults, an insurrection of sorts. Uncompanion fair. Call now for details. Special conditions apply. Pringles 800 number. Yeah, hi. You made a mistake with my Pringles. Sir? See, it says fat-free on the can, but they don't taste fat-free. Uh, sir, if it says fat-free original Pringles, that's what they are. Listen, talk to my wife. Blanche! Yeah, hi. You made a mistake. Uh, no, ma'am. Fat-free Pringles are made with Olean. That's why they taste just as good with no fat and half the calories. No way. I know when it's missing that fakey no-fat taste. Listen, I'll mail you one. You taste it. New fat-free Pringles. Tasting is believing. Hat Katie too, and we're back with Dio. Um, gonna play more of Magical Reprise um, in just a moment. This is off of Master of the Moon, the man who would be king. Bless me, Father, I must go away. To save us from the ones who don't believe Confess me, Father, I have sinned But maybe angels really sing For the man who would be
is Magicka Reprise. And the game still go on With a warning to the bishop from the pond No one sees an angel till it smashes to the ground And then you run somewhere and leave it 
sits there looking like a candy bar in a nice orange wrapper, right? Reese's nut rageous. Then you take a bite and it blows your eyeballs to Pluto, kicks your ribs to the roof of your mouth, pounds your taste buds into a simpering puddle of pulp and leaves you for dead. Want one, don't ya? Reese's nut rageous, so loaded. Chocolate. You don't eat it, you survive it. This is Heck82, and thank you for joining right, down me. down here. It's your mouth. Tonight's up. episode. Okay? Hope you'll be back again next week, and we're playing Ronnie James Dio. This is Master of the Moon, featuring Craig Goldie on guitar, Death by Love.
Dude, have you ever heard of High Times Magazine? Sure, dude, it's the best. Well, High Times is having a radical 25th anniversary party. No way, can I go? Maybe. They're having a contest. All you have to do is go to their website, www.hightimes.com, and you can find out how you can win a trip to New York to party with the High Times crew. Wow, High Times, how can this ad even be on the radio? Dude, I don't know. Void were prohibited, which may be practically everywhere, no purchase necessary. However, we feel it would be a splendid idea to buy High Times Magazine regardless, must be 18 years of age or older, and a citizen of the planet. Hey, what's that on your chin? And there's something on your nose. Actually, there's stuff all over your face. Don't worry, it's not crumbs from a late afternoon cupcake. It's the gunk left by your not-so-cleansing cleanser. See, Biore cleansers don't just move dirt around your face. Biore gets rid of dirt. The Biore Dirt Lock system surrounds oil and makeup so they rinse away completely, leaving absolutely clean skin. So wash your face with Biore cleansers and smile. Just uh, check for spinach in your teeth. Biore. Clean. Honest.